Hello, you're listening to Anxious Minds here. I'm Amy, I'm a student currently working on my level three in health and care, and I'm also the partner of a trans guy. Hello, I'm Kaz, and I've identified as a trans guy for about three years now. Before we get started, I'd like to say that some of the stuff we're going to be talking about could be quite hard, especially with regards to the statistics. So, to start off with, it's important to understand that the word transgender is an umbrella term. So this includes binary people, such as trans males and females, but also non-binary people, such as gender fluid, gender queer, and so on. So the term transgender simply means people that have a gender identity or gender expression that differs from their assigned sex. Although this podcast may tend to be quite FDM-related at points, so that's female to male, most of what we're going to be talking about could be helpful for any transgender individual. I I thought it could be quite helpful to not only get the perspective from a transgender individual, but also give my experience as a partner, because I've found that there are few resources available for partners sometimes of trans individuals and i've found that it's not it's not it's not always the easiest journey for anyone involved whether that be the person themselves their partners their parents so on overall people within the lgbt community are evidently more susceptible to mental health issues this is a result of a range of factors There are high risks of abuse, high chances of discrimination, and overall, life can tend to be more difficult. It's very important that if you are experiencing mental health issues as a result, that you seek mental health care, be it counselling or group therapy. With regards to abuse, like Kaz mentioned, more than four in five, which is 83% of trans young people, have experienced name-calling or verbal abuse. Three in five, which is 60%, have experienced threats and intimidation, and more than a third, which is 35% of trans young people, have experienced physical assault. So if you don't mind me asking, Kaz, how did you realise you were transgender? Well, before I came out to my friends, I was already known as the more masculine person of the group, which I liked. Um, But whenever I... I look back on my younger childhood, I always remember telling my mum, you know, I'm a tomboy and I love playing football and and basketball and stuff like that. And growing up, it was really just a matter of improving my understanding of what there was out there. Um, I always kind of disliked the way I dressed and I could never do anything with my hair. And as I found out more, I began to question whether I was gender fluid. But realised I didn't really fluctuate and I stuck with the male pronouns because I was more comfortable with that. Um, And then as prom began to approach, the question was, what was I going to wear? I mean, a lot of my friends already knew me as a dude, but my mum and family weren't 100% aware, which caused some issues closer at the time. Um... But I I did wear a suit and it will be three years this Christmas since I came out to my friends and I came out to my mum properly three weeks ago. I just want to add there, a direct definition of the term gender fluid is a person who does not identify themselves as having a fixed gender for anyone that didn't know. 
So, Kaz, in your experience, how has the realisation that you're a trans guy affected your mental health? Well, I've struggled quite a bit with gender dysphoria, as most transgender people do. I found that wearing a binder has massively helped with dysphoria caused by my chest. And I tend to wear dark, oversized clothing, which usually helps, you know, mask things a bit. I did find that one small thing that helped with dysphoria is getting a haircut. I know it sounds like nothing, but sometimes a haircut is the only thing you can change about yourself during early stages, and especially before coming out to loved ones. And it is quite a nice feeling knowing that you're still in control of who you are. Um, I experienced a lot of anxiety when it came to bathroom situations um, because when it's in when you're in a public situation it can be quite nerve-wracking um but when I first came out I think I was a little too braced and I didn't really get anxious but as I learned more I found out sometimes it is just better to be careful um also as well shopping in the male sections of shops can be quite nerve-wracking if I'm not familiar with the shop so I usually will go shopping with somebody that I know to help that. Um, I was dealing with depression previous to realising I was trans and sometimes it can become a large factor in why I feel the way I do. Something as simple as feeling that uh, your voice doesn't fit your gender or that you're not tall enough can affect your mental health. That's very interesting. Um, just to add to that, just in case anyone didn't know, gender dysphoria is a condition where a person experiences discomfort or distress because there's a mismatch between their biological sex and gender identity. It's also sometimes known as gender incongruence. So I just wanted to give some symptoms of gender dysphoria for anyone that might be questioning whether they're experiencing this. So in children, some symptoms could be Insisting that they're the opposite sex, disliking or refusing to wear clothes that are typically worn by their sex and wanting to wear clothes typically worn by the opposite sex, disliking or refusing to take part in activities and games that are typically associated with their sex and wanting to take part in activities and games typically associated with the opposite sex, preferring to play with children of the opposite biological sex, Disliking or refusing to go to the toilet as someone of their sex would. Feeling extreme distress at the physical changes of puberty and hoping their sex will change. However, during adulthood, you may feel that without a doubt, your gender identity is at odds with your biological sex comfortable only when in the gender role of your preferred gender identity and a strong desire to hide or be rid of the physical signs of your sex. So, um, out of interest, Kaz, have you faced any discrimination as a result of being transgender? Well, I think I've been quite lucky in the sense that I haven't faced a lot of discrimination since I came out. Um, there have been times where I've been able to tell that I've been treated differently based on my gender. Um, you know, they won't like outright say, but the way in which they treat you is different. Um, I've been denied using male changing rooms and bathrooms before. 
Um, at school, I've been told I'm only allowed to use the disabled toilet. And although I've been warned it's for my safety and other people's safety, it, it does make us feel quite uncomfortable. Um, there have been times in the past where people have used my gender against me, saying inappropriate things and calling my calling me names behind my back. Um, I sometimes feel that the worst experience I had was at a previous job in which I felt I was unable to express myself for who I am and I had to put up with the wrong pronouns from customers and co-workers. Um, but I decided to quit that job after three months because it just, it wasn't, it wasn't working. Um, but on a positive note, I've found that over the years, the world has become more accepting. Uh, in my experience within the work environment, I've been made to feel a lot more comfortable and accepted for who I am. Um, I actually did some research into this and in recent surveys I found that one in four trans people reported having been discriminated against at work and more than two in five, which is 44% of trans people, have never disclosed to anyone at work that they are trans. It is a massive issue that needs better understanding and support. I found that almost half, which is 48% of trans people in Britain, have attempted suicide at least once. 84% have thought about it. More than half, 55%, have been diagnosed with depression at some point. And 72% have self-harmed at least once. So, on a positive note, Kaz, is there anything you found helpful throughout your transition so far that you'd recommend to anyone going through a similar situation? Firstly, I would recommend talking to someone, anyone. It, it doesn't matter if it's a counsellor, a friend, a relative, or someone on a social media support group, because a problem shared really is a problem halved. Um, and I personally found joining Sea Cadets was extremely helpful as it's a really friendly environment and the people were very supportive and they were willing to listen and help us whenever I had a problem. I also found that informing teachers or co-workers helped both me and themselves. It gave me access to a counsellor who would come into school and offer group or one-on-one -on -one sessions and would help me specifically with any transgender issues I was having. Uh, group sessions I found were a great chance to meet other people going through similar situations and talk free of any judgment and something I'd highly recommend to anyone if you're trans, the partner, the parent or friend. There are support groups out there. I mean, no one is alone in this. I'd just like to say to any trans partners out there that as a partner before I became aware of the resources available I felt very much as though I wasn't allowed to have emotions about this but it's important to understand that as a loved one you are important and it can be an enormous change for you. Throughout this transition you may feel as though you always need to stay strong but it's important to allow yourself to have some alone time to think. It can be quite a daunting journey for anyone and it's important that you look out for your own mental health as well as theirs. I found talk groups on social media, specifically for transgender partners or loved ones, to be very helpful. Like Kaz mentioned earlier, it can prove to be very helpful just being able to talk to someone who gets where you're coming from. Sometimes it takes a rant or some advice to get you back on track. 
I'd also like to just uh, give some helplines for anyone who feels they may be in any of the situations we've mentioned or maybe facing a crisis. We've got the National Trans Helpline on 07 527 524 034. The LGBT Helpline on 0300 330 0630. And the Mermaids Helpline on 0808 801 0400. I'd just like to add that I found the Mermaids UK website extremely helpful. They provide helpful information for transgender people with regards to questioning their gender, coming out to loved ones and so on. And they can also provide, they can also help you to connect with other people in similar situations. They also provide helpful information for loved ones and professionals hoping to learn a bit more about what being transgender means. I also found that the website Feminization Secrets could be very helpful for individuals who are MTF, which is male to female, because they give helpful tips on makeup for trans women and tips on how to appear more feminine with regards to voice and body language. Transgender YouTubers such as Jamie Dodger, I know it's a weird name, are something I would highly recommend watching if you're trans or a partner. Um, it can prove to be very helpful and informative. They really helped me when I was questioning everything and they've been quite comforting during the transition as it's nice to know someone who's going through a similar situation and can talk about it from hindsight. Um, I'd just like to say thank you for listening. I hope this podcast can be of some use to people, whether they are trans themselves, looking for support, someone who is looking to support someone who is, or even if you just have an interest in understanding what it means to be transgender a bit more. That's all from us here at Anxious Minds. Bye. Bye.